Daniel, I... I mean, at work, I think I'm a fairly good employee. I mean, I rarely um, give anybody too much trouble. And if our bosses ask us to do stuff, I usually, I might whine and go like, oh, my God. But I usually always do it. But you know where I had to draw the line in the sand the other day? Oh, it's sad. I said, I will not do it. I I looked my boss right in her eyes, and I said, I will not do it. Well, what was it? It was supposed to happen today. And it was the Martin Luther King Jr. parade. And we were going to be walking in that parade. And I saw the forecast last week, and it said, like, high of 10. Mm Mm-hmm. That, and that's the best it's getting, by the way. At 10 in the morning, it might have been 6. And I and she's like, well, you know, just bundle up and maybe, you know, maybe we'll ride in the truck with the windows down. I said, Dina, I'm not doing it. Like, there's no negotiations. There's n- I will not walk in a parade when it's 6 degrees. Furthermore, it's dangerous to have a parade because to get three and 4,000, 10,000 people out, you're going to have somebody with a medical problem in this cold weather. I saw that if you spend 15 minutes in wind chills that are negative, like a 10 or they, in 15 minutes, you start getting frostbite. Really? You can't have a parade in that. So the, they did cancel the uh, MLK Jr. parade today. They're going to reschedule it. But I think that's probably the only time in a long time that I just said, I'm not going to do something at work. Daniel does this on the reg. He's just like, I will not do that. You're just going, ah, no, thanks, buddy. I ain't doing all that. Like they want him to learn how to. Uh, operate the equipment at work no thanks and and the reason yeah they're like dude well what if tiger's got the flu one day and we need you to operate the radio station for the morning show Uh, daniel won't learn it on purpose because he says if he learns how to do something at work they will ask him to do it so if they know he doesn't know how to do it they'll never ask him to come in on a saturday and like say they were say there was an issue say late sunday night somewhere yes uh tiger and i both live about the same amount of distance away from the radio station yes I don't know how to do it. Who are they calling they're to calling come me. up to work yeah. and fix something? They're calling you, buddy. Yeah, so they're like, I remember the, I had a meeting where they said, you know, you really need to teach Daniel to run the board here at the radio station. And Daniel's like, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to do it. Like, oh, thanks, buddy. I ain't doing all that. Because <laughs> he's scared that he <laughs> might have to actually accidentally do some work one day. Zero degrees in downtown Tulsa, right across from Guthrie Green is Tyga Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Uh, you know, when it's um, icy like this and there will be those... Lit up signs on the interstate that are like slow down, and sometimes they will put kind of like jokey messages on it, like funny messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like uh, tailgating is for football, not for highways. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're saying don't tailgate, but they come up with a clever way to do it. Well, the federal government's going to ban those. Can't have those anymore. Oh, they don't like silly stuff? Mm-mm. I thought that was always kind of funny. I thought it cut through more than just uh, like regular messages. I thought the funny messages got our attention more. Federal government ordering states to stop putting funny messages on highway signs. They claim they're too distracting and can cause accidents. Hmm. I, I, I guess I'm kind of going to miss those a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they, things like um, what's worse than pineapple on a pizza, a car wreck. <laughs> Cousin they, they... Eddie says Twitter's full. Put down the phone. <laughs> That's a pretty sharp. Yeah. Don't drive star-spangled hammered. Who are you going to call? Nobody. You're driving. So end of an era. Somebody's going to be out of a job that used to write those That's things. That's too bad, but the federal government, I guess, they can say don't put those signs up because they also give you money to build these roads, so they have a little bit of a dog in that fight. But also, once you've read the message, like you've no matter what it says, how are you going to wreck, wreck because you see that? Like, I mean, like, would I laugh myself so hard that I would accidentally steer off the road? Yeah, they're like, they're distracting. So, But no matter what words you put up on that sign, it's going to be somewhat distracting, right? Even if it just says, don't drink and drive. You're having to read that, too. Right, and then yeah. you're still distracted. My favorite is, like, uh, when you're driving down the road and it's snowy and icy, and then the sign says, caution, snow. And it's not right. funny. I'm like, yeah, I already know. There's snow out here. Like, and, you don't have to tell me. I already recognize snow. And I guess I'm not even sure when they put up the sign that says don't drink and drive. I mean, you, that you, you, you're advertising that on the interstate. They're already driving. <laughs> you put that on, like, at the parking lot. Not yeah, Put that in the bar. Not once you're all, like, driving. That's crazy. That's right. so, another example of the government trying to take our fun away. Yeah. It's too bad. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, you know what you could do is uh, when it's safe out there, you could drive down to Snow's Furniture, get yourself some new furniture for the new year. 
You're about to be inside for quite a few days, so you'd probably want to be comfortable. Am I right? Well, you can always uh, go down there when it kind of thaws out and pick out some furniture, and you can take that furniture home today. It's not like you have to wait on it. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of places you go to, and they're like, oh, you like the couch? Great. We'll mail it to you in like three months. You had that happen to you. I did. I foolishly, when I first moved here, didn't know about Snow's Furniture. I wish I would have. I was like, well, I don't have a truck. And uh, I'm going to have something delivered. So I got online to some website, and I ordered it. And then it was like, okay, congratulations. I'll be here in four weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, four weeks? And then it said, hey, you need to clear out about six hours one day, a work day, for this window for these drivers to deliver the uh, furniture. Who's got six hours to wait around? Yeah, Snow's Furniture, the stuff's in town right now. What you see at Snow's Furniture is what you can take home. And when you're ready to roll, 0% interest for 12 months. How about that? Snow's Furniture, locally owned since 1978, online, in town, and on Facebook. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel, Jason Boland, and the Stragglers. I like these early contests because a lot of people, man, they have to get to work by 7 or so. So uh, we give an opportunity to other folks to win some free tickets. And today, Daniel, we've got... we got John from Muskogee. Uh, how are you this morning, John? What are you doing out on the roads this morning? to work right now uh, hang on sorry about that what, what are you doing out there on the roads headed to work oh uh, nice and uh john was just telling us he yep. works for uh henderson coffee yes sir and what will you be out doing today uh probably be servicing machines okay. driving to different locations yep so he's got a long day ahead of him. Uh, that's Henderson Goffey. Check him out. I just checked him out on Facebook, Tug. Uh, well, listen, we've got some uh, Jason Boland, the Stragglers tickets. He's going to be at Hard Rock Live. It looks like April 26th. And uh, I've got a quiz for you today. And it's about new words, uh, words that have entered the lexicon in the last 20 years or so. So these are all brand new words. We kind of forget sometimes, don't okay. we, Tug, that new words are invented yeah. each year even. That's right. So get enough of these right, and uh, John, you're going to go see Jason Boland, the Stragglers. Up first, this is a photograph one takes of oneself, typically using a phone. Uh, say that again? Can you hear me all right, John? Yeah, you kind of broke up a little bit. Uh, one more time. This is a photograph one takes of oneself, typically using a phone. And it's a new uh, word. Using a, f- a phone. You know how phones, they have the cameras on them now, and so they'll take a picture of themselves and call it a what? They'll say, let's take a... <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. They're taking of their self. <laughs> let's take a... A picture of yourself. Uh, photo? I, I, heck, I don't know. Selfie. Selfie. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say selfie. Yeah, but, but you didn't. Yeah, uh, up next, John. <laughs> selfie was in my mind, but I didn't say it. Right, well, it's cold outside. you got to warm up your brain, I'm sure. Uh, this is a word or a phrase preceded by a, a number sign used to identify a topic on Twitter. It's the number sign uh, before a topic on Twitter. Hashtag. Hashtag is correct. John, this is unsolicited bulk email. Bulk email. Is that bulk emails? Unsolicited bulk email. It's like the junk mail of emails. Spam. Spam is correct. How about a middle-aged woman on the prowl for younger men? Middle-aged woman. On the prowl for younger men. <laughs> Help her out. Help him uh, out, Ty. I'm sorry. I was, is it cougar? Cougar. Cougar. Yeah. yeah. Have... What? None. I, I wasn't for sure what it was. I, I was thinking cougar, but... Mm-hmm. Well, just say it next time. Uh, <laughs> John, this is a vacation where you stay at home. Uh, vacation where you stay at home. Help him out, Tag. 
personal time? I, I, I was going to say PTO. I don't know. Now, looking for staycation. Staycation. Well, John, staycation. I hope you learned a lot about new words because <laughs> you've got lots to learn. But you've got enough correct to go see Jason Bolin and the Stragglers. The Hard Rock Live, April, what did I say, 26th. The Hard Rock Live. Who can take the show with you? Uh, it's going to be my wife. Hey, now. Well, I hope you guys have a great time at uh, Hard Rock Live and let us know how the show was. All right, buddy? All right. Thank you. Hey, be careful out there on those roads. All right. Will do. See you now. It's 98 Father Bull. How was your driving, Daniel? I had zero problems. How about you? <laughs> I got a long story to tell. It's 98 Father the Bull. 98.5 The Bull, Daniel said, uh, how was your commute into work? It was fine? No problem? The least of your worries is 98.5 The Bull, by the way. The least of your worries was not the snow and ice. Uh, I don't know what's going on with your tires lately. This is the third or fourth flat tire I've heard you having in six months. Well, I was asking, you, you got to work pretty easily today. No problem. My, yeah. my experience was totally different. I started my journey yesterday because oh, I talked to my boss and I said, hey, man, and he's from Michigan, so he knows about snow. Mm -hmm. And when he said to me, I'm concerned about what it might look like in the morning, it, it got my attention because this guy is a snow guy. He knows snow. And I go, oh, boy, if he's concerned, my plan was to go ahead and come to a hotel next door to the radio station yesterday. And I tried to stay at home as long as I could, but I, I was not going to drive when it was dark. So I waited until about 5 o'clock, and I knew I had like 30 minutes to get to, to the hotel before um, it would get dark. And because, you know, we, we want to do the show for you guys, and I didn't want to miss out because I woke up this morning and couldn't get to work, so I was going to stay at the hotel yesterday. And I start driving, and my car goes, deet! And I go, what the, what in the world is that? And I look down, and it says tire pressure. So I'm driving through the snow yesterday. I've only got about a two- or three-mile ride here, not very long, about halfway through that. Ding! And I look at my tire pressure, and it goes, oh, there's 30 pounds on that tire, 30 pounds on that tire, 30 pounds on that tire, zero pounds on my front right tire. I go, zero pounds? That does not sound good. So I pull over momentarily, safely, and I look at the tire, and sure enough, it's on the rim. And I and it's all that snow and ice out there. And I go, oh, my God. So I drive about another 100 yards to pull into a parking lot to get out of the way of, you know, any traffic that might come or something. And I sit there, and now I'm like, okay, I got to go change my tire. So I get out, open the trunk, I pull out the jack, I do all the things. And one thing I like to do before I jack up the car is loosen those lug nuts. And the wrench like won't catch the lug nut like it's stripped or something and i go oh my god like i am stuck here and i don't know if anybody can come help me and so after about 30 minutes of me trying to get this tire loosened and with no success i decide i'm going to call you know like a professional like a real man to come out here and do this a hero yeah and they go uh we got you man uh we're going to be out there within an hour or so the hour comes and goes uh, so I call him back. I go, I, I know you guys are busy. Um, I, I just kind of, you know, is there an update on this? Uh, they got another call and they're going to do this. And so after two and a half hours, guy shows up, which is fine. I wasn't angry about that. I knew that it was crazy out there. And uh, he goes, oh, man, it's all stripped. Like your tire is stripped. He, what he told me was sometimes when you go to some places, they, they have this pneumatic thing where they just zzz, zzz, and they put them on, like, way too tight. And he said, man, it's going to be tough to get this tire off because it was a flat tire. And after working on it for a while, and he tried. And so after, I guess, three and a half hours, we finally got the tire changed. I paid him the money, and then I went to the hotel I was assigned to. <laughs> and, uh, so my commute to work was a lot different than yours, Daniel. Yeah, well, uh, so many questions. How are you getting all these flat tires? I don't know. Remember one day about six months ago, I had two flat tires on the way to work at the same time. Mm -hmm. Now, I've got one spare tire. However, I don't have two spare tires. And so now you've realized that your, uh, I guess, lug nuts are stripped or the wrench is, your, your jack thing is stripped? We, we figured out the wrench is stripped because I was trying so hard to loosen something that wasn't going to be loosened easily. I stripped the wrench itself. And what? how much does that kind of thing cost you? It wasn't that bad. 60 bucks. That's it? That was it. You tipped the guy? Yep. How big, much? Big time, too. How much? 
Well, if I say, you'll make fun of me. No, I won't. I want to hear what the big time I gave time him 20 bucks extra. That was a $40 tip situation. This guy's oh, out really? running around in the cold. Yeah. $60 doesn't sound like a... Well, I guess he... Anyway, then Tig's already nervous. Like, he, the guy's a nervous wreck. You heard that he was going to get a hotel yesterday because of this morning. And then the guy said something that's probably going to ruin your day today. What did he say about the spare tire? Well, he said uh, that spare tire doesn't get much traction in this kind of weather. <laughs> like, Sir, great. it's not safe to drive this uh, spare tire. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so Lord, like, this guy's... Now yeah, what are you going to do? It is a tiny little spare tire. I guess I'm going to drive home and try to figure out, like, a tire guy or something to fix the tire. <laughs> but anyway, what I, the point of this whole story is, is that I broke my neck getting to work for you guys this morning. That's, that's my point. I think the point is the guy's so paranoid to drive in ice and snow, he wanted to stay at a hotel. Now, he doesn't live out in Claremore. He doesn't even live in Jinx. But he I was, lives. <laughs> what, what what area is that? Close to Utica Square. Yeah, but I was proven right because had I left had I left this morning, I wouldn't be here because I would have had a flat tire. Well, maybe you wouldn't have gotten the flat tire had you left this morning. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like uh, anyway, so congrats on your easy ride to work. Mine wasn't so easy, Daniel. I, I had an enjoyable ride in. <laughs> don't say that. Don't <laughs> really say enjoyable. I, I had to come I really over there. Did. I went through McDonald's, <laughs> grabbed a coffee. Really, oh my God. took it easy. It was, <laughs> Listening to music, had a great time. Kids are out today, and uh, and TPS, they're out tomorrow as well. Now, tomorrow when they're out, will they be doing the distance? I mean, is there anything as a snow day anymore? Will you guys have your kids, do they get to just chill out and watch Prices Right, or do they have to get on the computer with the classroom and all that, like so, uh, for tomorrow at least? At least with TPS, there's nothing happening. Hey, now. Just another day <laughs> to figure out what to do. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. Friday night, I'm sitting enjoying myself, Tig, and I get a little buzz on my phone, and and I look down, and uh, a couple of people have texted me, and they they go, uh, look at this. And it's the uh, Tulsa Police Department's Facebook page. And a post that was Friday night, it said, need help identifying this Swifty. So the post goes on to say, this person of interest, an apparent fan, went a little extreme to get a souvenir of his favorite performer. On 11-12-23, the person in the photos wearing a black Billy Strings cap entered the AMC Theater on here, South here Olympia Avenue. Yeah, Tulsa Hills. The subject went to the Taylor Swift concert movie and then on the way out proceeds to steal a 6 by 4 poster outside of the theater. While this might seem relatively juvenile and benign, it caused thousands, it cost thousands of dollars worth of damage. Whether you love T-Swift or not, it's not cool to destroy other people's things and take off of stuff that doesn't belong to you. If you can help us, please contact Tulsa Crime Stoppers, 918-596-COPS. Shows a picture of the guy. We know the guy. <laughs> a lot of people know the guy that I know, and that's what Allegedly. I'm Allegedly. Yeah. Well, there's a picture. And then I wake up on a Saturday, I guess once the news had circulated a lot, a lot, so it certainly was the guy. And I was like, I don't know if this is the guy. And then I looked through his Instagram, and then I looked through some other pictures, and same Billy Strings hat. So he was wearing a Billy Strings hat in the surveillance photos that mm -hmm. TPD published. And now you've gone back through Facebook, and you notice the guy's still wearing a... Well, I didn't think it was him, so I was like, defending him, I don't think it's him. Um, and But then it, it was proven to be him. And... Um, Caught the attention of Billy Strings. Are you familiar with Billy Strings? A little bit. He's uh, kind of a bluegrass guy, right? Right. Very, very, very good. I've got a clip. He Then he responded on Instagram with this song. For a guy in Tulsa. Yes. Down in Tulsa, Oklahoma, there's a movie theater there. They play lots of movies from Step Brothers to Conair. And they've been playing concerts that old Taylor Swift has done.
bad. That's going to be in my head all day long. Let me That's stop not that. bad at all. Not um, bad. So he so, got the attention of Billy Strings because yeah. he was wearing a Billy Strings hat, whoever stole the Taylor Swift photo from the Tulsa movie theater. Um, I Daniel disagrees. I think Taylor Swift has probably heard about this. Yeah, Ty was here earlier like, uh, I bet Taylor Swift knows about this. This lady's so famous. This is this is nothing to her. What do you mean she's so famous? She still has ears and people tell her stuff. I mean, she might know that there's a guy in Tulsa that took her poster and Billy Strings wrote a song and it's in the news. Even if she got an alert about every news story that ever comes through about her, this would be so far at the bottom of the list. Now, here's my thing. If I were this guy's PR guy. The guy who took the poster. Yeah, I would I would probably just come out and go, hey, yeah, guys, I, I took a poster. I did. It was silly, but I took a poster. We're all talking about a poster here. It's not a bad point. If I you mean, were his PR guy, what would you say? Tig would get, take this, would handle it very differently, I'm sure. No, I, I don't disagree. I, I would say, like, okay, you did commit a crime. However, it was just a poster, and, and maybe uh, you can kind of run with that. Like, nobody's going to want you to be, like, in big trouble for taking some piece of paper with the Taylor Swift picture on it, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, he shouldn't have done it, and maybe he... Messed up the frame or something they put him in, but I don't know. The guy, I think uh, Taylor Swift knows about this guy now. His stock has gone up. I will say that when I was younger, I went to a movie theater back in my hometown, and I was I was leaving. I noticed they had a big, giant, like, jumbo-sized garbage bag of popcorn on the counter. And I decided it would be funny to get that and go pour it in my buddy's car. And I did that. So mm-hmm. I also... You know, I think we've all taken a little something. Every now and then. Now, I haven't done it as a grown man. Yes. So we'll certainly follow this. I think Taylor Swift has zero idea. I think a lot of people are now going to be a Billy Strings fan. That's a great, gosh, I love that. If that's just something he whipped together last minute, i got to get this guy's album. He, he's something else. And also, uh, if you want to see the uh, alleged perpetrator, you can see it at Tulsa Police Department's Facebook, which I love their Facebook page, by the way. They're kind of funny on there sometimes. Yeah. Well, then I saw some websites now called Tulsa Jailbirds. Tulsa Mugshots are getting in on it. <laughs> by the way, did the camera, have we not gotten the cameras better? That's a, looks like a very grainy photo. Still looks like Bigfoot wearing a hat. Right. It's not really, uh, they got to get the better cameras. And remember that, uh, Tug, before you steal something. You're on camera at all times now. Your whole life is, no matter what you do, whether it's a ring camera or a gas station or coming to work, you're on camera. So How many cameras do you think you passed on your way to work, like just today? I, well, I left the hotel this morning, um, and then I came to work. I would say at least a dozen cameras, like that I didn't even I didn't even know were there. And my car's on them, and I'm on them. And if I went from Cherry Street to here this morning, I bet I bet I got captured on 500 cameras, ring cameras, <laughs> street so. cameras, all these cameras. Anyway, you can see those uh, grainy surveillance photos of the guy who took the uh, Taylor Swift photo, or, yeah, the poster. Tulsa Police Department on Facebook. It's 98.5 The Bull. (laughs) 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. You know what I learned, Daniel, here recently with the cold weather, my washer and dryer in the garage, not insulated, is basically whatever temperature is outside is happening inside. And uh, you know what a guy told me? He said, put a lamp in your washing machine. Put a lamp in it? Yeah. Like, what? don't turn the water on, but put a lamp. You can't use the new lights or whatever, but like an old school bulb, it keeps it warm enough to where it'll keep the innards. Because last time, last winter, I turned on my washing washing machine after the uh, freeze, and it like spewed water everywhere because it was broken on the inside. You just throw a lamp in your washing machine. Well, I've been, uh, I ran a space heater in my unfinished basement this whole weekend, and then I go down there and check on that thing all the time. I don't know why I keep going down there. And I, then I'm worried more about your things than I'm mine. Why? I don't know. Because I guess because your pipes have busted the last three years. I mean, we've been here three years, and every year your pipes burst. Yes, I haven't gone through a winter without some trouble. That That's true. Um, I'm really however, getting very close to going and getting power of attorney over you. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you now. Just I mean, adopt me? You're, you're, really, you're getting really close. I mean, for real. Well, this year I spent so much time um, dealing with just winterizing the house that uh, it's actually working so far. Cross my fingers. I have not had a freeze up yet. But you haven't done anything like. Yes, I have. Um, put insulation in your garage. No, I haven't done that, but I put, like, heated wires around all the pipes. I put foam around all the pipes. 
I got the water heater settled, and I've also got space heaters in my garage now. Okay. And well, um, that's that's good. By the way, have you ever seen how much it costs to run a space heater? Uh, I you guess I will see because I got one going that's been running all weekend. Get ready, brother. Uh-uh, don't tell me that. Are Get you kidding? ready. I mean, you think they're like these tiny things and like nothing. They burn up a lot of electricity. I mean, I uh, looked it up once, and it was like $3 for like 12 hours to run one of those. And if you're running it 24 hours and that's, you know, you got three in your house and then it's four days of that, your, your power bill's going up. So watch out for that. Oh, did you see there? Somebody had set up a blue tent. And I'm sure you saw this over the weekend. And uh, I was worried about them all weekend long because I saw that there was a, a – what location is that? Over there by CVS close to my house? 15th and Lewis? Yeah, 15th and Lewis. And there was a guy across from the CVS that had a blue tent set up there. And I noticed there was a, a pole there, so he had some electricity. I hope he didn't try to stay in that tent all weekend. Oh, you're talking about 15th Utica. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, man. And then I rode by – on Sunday, and I saw that the, the tent had, was kind of collapsed a little bit, so I'm guessing they found out somebody probably came along and made the guy go to a shelter Hopefully or something like so, that. Can yeah. you make people go to a shelter? I don't think you can. I don't think it's illegal to, to not want to go to a shelter. However, they can offer it to you. And like, But if we, it's we, imminent death, it seems like you could be forced, right? I don't know. I mean, unless they've got some kind of mental condition that's not allowing them to calculate everything properly. I don't know the answer to that, but I do know that there's organizations here that if you refuse, they'll at least give you sleeping bags and stuff like that to, to help keep you warm. It is zero degrees right now downtown Tulsa. I guess I'm wondering if you're in a tent and you've got a space heater running, is that enough to keep you alive? Oh, I think so. You think the, so? The space heaters, they're unbelievable. They can keep a space really... I mean, I was in an RV, a small RV, and we put one space heater in there and it was like 20 degrees outside. It was so hot in that RV, I had to go turn it down. Oh, okay. So they do work pretty good. They're very efficient, but they burn a lot of energy. It's 731. Daniel, we're eight minutes away from our bullfight. Yeah, we've got Casey Donahue tickets at Kane's Ballroom, so we'll do that in uh, nine minutes. Right here on 98.5 The Bull. All right, here we go with the bullfight. It's 743. It's zero degrees downtown. Guthrie Green right by our studios. Daniel, but we continue with the bullfight no matter what. That's right. We got some Casey Donahue tickets. We've got two lovely ladies on the line here. Alicia, medical assistant. Where are you calling from today, Alicia? Uh, Beggs, Oklahoma. And Beggs. And uh, you had no problems over the weekend? Nothing uh, froze at your house or anything like that? No, just had to uh, rebuild a chicken coop because the wind took part of it down. But that was it. Uh, that sounds like a big deal to me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds big. They, chickens didn't escape, did they? No, they didn't. Okay. And... Uh, Katrina, she's a nurse. Where are you calling from? From Cleveland. From Cleveland. Did the uh, hospital still open? Yes. Oh, man. I, uh, you might have saw Tiger there this weekend. He told me it was so slippery at his house that he fell on ice, fell on a shampoo bottle <laughs> in the shower. And I'm like, whoa, are you all right? He doesn't even deny it anymore. That's, the, that's what I, my favorite part about the whole thing is he doesn't even say, no, I didn't. He just goes, yeah, I fell it's on a so shampoo bottle. It's so stupid that if I come after you about it, it looks like I'm denying something. So, so did you or did you not slip on ice and fall on a shampoo bottle in your shower? I weekend? did not fall on anything in my shower. You're almost over-defending it now. All right, guys, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. This is the Try Quiz. All the answers to these questions end in the letters T-R-Y. Alicia, you were the first to get through, so uh, keep that in mind. All the answers end in T-R-Y. Uh, first up, Alicia, the definition of this word is nation. So nation. Country. What's the word? Country, yes. Correct. Bell, please, Tiger. Did you fall on that, too? Here it is. Uh, Katrina, this is a croissant or Danish, for example. Pastry. Pastry is correct. Alicia, this is a small food storeroom. Grocery? Oh. No, help her out, Tug. The pantry? Pantry. Don't forget, every time it's going to end in T-R-Y. Uh, Katrina, this is a branch of mathematics concerned with shapes. Geometry. Geometry is correct. 
with that, Katrina has two. Alicia has one. Three questions to go. Alicia. Yes. This is toothbrush or shampoo, for example. Oh, I can't read. What is it? Is that a... You might get on the uh, airplane, and in your suitcase, you have your clothing, and then a what bag? Toiletry. 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 Oh, right on the tip of your tongue, too, I bet. Katrina. These are soldiers who fight on foot. Infantry. Infantry is correct. Alicia. Specialty yes. involving prescription eyewear. Optometry. Optometry is correct. Katrina. This means family lineage. The only thing I can think of is hereditary, but that doesn't end right. You might uh, go to this website if you want to trace your family all the way back. Tug, what is it? Ancestry. Ancestry.com. Ancestry. All right. Uh, so far, Alicia has two. Katrina has three. Alicia, this is domesticated fowl. Domesticated fowl. Oh, I have domesticated. Yeah, you, yeah, you have these actually. Poultry. Poultry is correct. All right, as it stands now, Katrina, we're tied up. It all comes down to this. Get this one right, and you win. Get it wrong, and you've tied the game. Katrina. This is intolerance of any other belief. Intolerance of any other belief. Bigotry. Bigotry is correct. And with that, Katrina has defeated Alicia in the 98.5 The Bull fight this morning. You've got those Casey Donahue tickets. Now you've got a decision to make. Will you hold on to these tickets or give them to Alicia, the medical assistant in Beggs? I am going to hold on to them because I feel a little bit of redemption for my fail on not knowing the capital of Italy. Oh, and she got through a few days ago, and that was the question that got you? Yes. And what did we learn it was? Rome? Rome. No. Well, guys, I hope you... Nurses don't get to travel a lot. <laughs> right. It's um, all good. Well, I hope uh, I hope you guys stay warm today. And uh, Alicia, you can still get through later on in the week if you want, all right? And I want you guys to be careful. Could you guys do me one last favor before I let you go? Yes. Uh, can you give me three numbers and an animal? 98.5 The Bull. Zero degrees downtown Tulsa right now. It's Nate Smith on 98.5 The Bull. Well, Tig, you're very good at what I call flinging a craving on somebody. Uh, for example, you one time... We were talking about Wendy's chili and how good it is. And then I left work that day and I said, I, I got to go try some of this Wendy's chili. Uh, and it turned out you were right. It is so good. Yeah, you don't normally associate sometimes like fast food with great stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that they're not. It's just like you you would think I would give you like a local restaurant. And I do that sometimes too. And uh, this time recently, you told me about something you ate recently. Like, listen, Tig loves to go have authentic cuisine cooked by a small mom and pop and now you say you found the best <laughs> egg rolls in town it's a local family that well um we were uh me and dana were shooting a tv commercial at jackie cooper nissan and we got there a little bit early and when you're shooting television they have to like set up cameras and then they got to get the lighting right or whatever and so i said oh it looks like i have like a half an hour before i actually have to start going on television i think i'll go get a bite to eat and I took a right out of Jackie Cooper Nissan, and the first restaurant I saw was Jack in the Box. That's a fast food restaurant. Mm -hmm. And I get up there, and I go, what do I want? I just want something small. I'm about to do this TV stuff. I just want a snack to kind of get me through it. And I saw they had egg rolls. And I said, oh, uh, maybe I'll try their egg rolls. Like Jack in the Box, you think hamburgers and fries. They got egg rolls. Damn delicious. I just got to say, like... Were they so good? They were so good that I'm thinking about them now. Yeah, and now you got me wondering about them. Um, the problem with the egg roll is, especially if you were in a hurry, the egg roll retains so much heat. Yes. 
that if I think if you got an egg roll and put it in your car, I think it would defrost your windows in the whole works. It probably would. I remember that I knew I had about 30 minutes before the cameras were going to be on, so I knew I had 30 minutes to eat. Got these egg rolls. They're hotter than the surface of the sun. That's your only problem. But I, I kind of split them open in the middle, let them cool off. So but you're saying them plural. How many egg rolls did you get? I got the three pack. You ate three egg rolls? I ate two and <laughs> save one for later. <laughs> what a pig. You're like, I want something small. Three entrees. Three egg rolls. And they're jack in the box. And I know that sounds silly, but I'm telling you, man. And then you get the sauce, and it was just, and it's not that expensive, and it's a great little snack to have. And um, with the three-pack, you can save one for later. And that's exactly what I did. And after our little TV shoot, I ate the last one. Oh, good, on your way home. Yes. Nice. <laughs> good yes, Lord. pathetic, but I'm telling you. Uh, but you seriously think they're a 10 out of 10? If they're not 10 out of 10, they're 9.5. These are delicious. The only complaint I have is that they cooked them fresh for me. Oh, those, which, which meant that I had to let them garbage. cool How off dare for they about give you fresh minutes. food. Like, <laughs> I would have rather they'd been cooked like 10 minutes earlier. However, it was nice of them to cook me fresh egg rolls, but it just takes a while for you to actually be able to consume them as a human, unless you're an animal or something or a monster. You can't eat them right off, but... There you go. Uh, I can also recommend to you, um, the other day your wife was saying she was craving a pretzel. And I was told by a couple of friends that the pretzels at Sonic are very, very good. Yeah. She was like, I don't want, the mall's going to be closed. I don't want to go to Auntie Annie's and there's some sausage house. I was like, I heard that the pretzels at Sonic are very, very, very good. It turns out they are. You don't have to go all the way to Schnitzel House or whatever. You can get them. Yeah, there's these little hidden things on the menu sometimes that you don't well, consider. What do you well, mean I mean, you just don't think of an egg roll at Jack in the Box. I mean, did you think of an egg roll at Jack in the Box? Mm, no, but I did see that they do hide it on the menu. That big giant sign that's lit up that you pull your car up to and the font is huge. All right, shut up. No, you listen, know what I mean. You just don't associate it. They have hidden things on menus sometimes. You just have to look at the menu and you'll see it <laughs> hidden right at the bottom. Right, there you go. <laughs> Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Foolproof way to know it's cold, Daniel, is when a kid thinks it's cold outside. You ever been to, like, the water park with a kid and it's early in the season and an adult will not get in the water? Mm -hmm. The kids, they have, like, purple mouths going on and they they don't care. They're still going to go. Yesterday, I go outside and I go, hey, let's take a walk around the block with my little eight-year-old. He puts up with any weather no matter what. We put on our stuff. He puts on his stuff and we go out. We're all bundled up. And about five minutes in, he's like, well, I'm out of here. You know, <laughs> really? So it's even too cold for the kids to be out making <laughs> when, snowballs and all that. It's cold for the kids, and it only lasts about five minutes. And we, you know, Santa Claus brought a trampoline. Um, they thought about jumping on that for a second, but you know, when a kid says it's cold, it, it's that's the one. That's the one where you go, okay, it must be really cold. It, I think it's cold all over the country. In fact, I see that, and I heard this morning on the news that uh, it's. Caucus Day in Iowa. Are we allowed to say caucus on the radio, by the way? You cannot. Uh-oh. Well, anyway, it's that day in Iowa, and they're worried that people can't come out. Now, yeah. you're, you like politics and all that. What is a caucus exactly? It's like a, a version of a primary, but different kind of votes. But uh, Donald Trump is expected to win this. Uh, Nikki Haley looks like she's posting second in this, and then DeSantis maybe third. But we'll have to see. Polls are sometimes wrong. But um, a lot of people in Iowa are, like, worried that people won't come out for it. So you, you have know. to drive to the caucus to vote? I think, yeah, it's kind of like a different thing than a primary where you actually go in and vote, vote. But it's more of like a convention in and of itself. Of but where that, somebody but I did chooses see a candidate. that they're worried that the caucus is going to be a lot smaller because it's so cold today. That's right. <laughs> You're an idiot. What do you mean? <laughs> Nothing. That yeah. they are worried about that. The Iowa caucus. Daniel, how old were you when you first saw snow, would you say? Well, I'm from Alabama, and uh, I remember the first time I saw snow, there were like a few flurries, and I think we were in second or third grade, and they let us go outside and play in the flurries. Remember which, that? you know, I don't know if you've ever been in flurries or not, and you can't play in it. You just can just be in it. <laughs> it's just something to look There's, at. You're not, you know, and then, of course, I uh, try to put out my tongue and catch some of the flurries sure. on there. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that was my first time. Remember the show called Mr. Rogers? Yeah, sure. And he'd come yeah. on, he had the train and all that. I used to watch that show when I was a kid, and I grew up in South Alabama near Gulf Shores, which a lot of people know where that is for beach stuff. And I used to watch this Mr. Rogers all the time, 
And uh, one day he got on television and he looked right at the camera and he said, kids, did you know some places in America it doesn't even snow? And that's the first time I realized that he wasn't talking just to me, that he was talking to a broad audience. Because I said, yeah, I know because I've never seen snow. The first time I saw snow in my life, I was in college. Really? Yep. And it started to snow and you turned and ran from it like a young mule, I bet. (laughs) No, like an idiot, I got out and drove in it. Because I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is snowing, which is not a great idea to go sightseeing during a snowstorm, especially if you don't know how to drive in it. Tig and I have been here for have we had three or four years now? Three years. Three years. And we were interviewing for this job. You know, at the end of a job interview, they go, do you have any questions for us? Nobody ever has any good questions you're for anybody. You're just making stuff yeah, up. So you're end. just trying to come up with something. And I remember being like, well, uh, what are what's – the winter's like because i really hate cold weather what's the winter's like they're like listen you don't worry about that at all mild winters sometimes we don't have a winter at all and i said (laughs) oh that sounds fantastic that very the first winter we were here it was cold so cold for like two weeks you remember this it was Mm -hmm. like the the snow was on the ground for two weeks travis meyer from news on six is on television saying hey if you go out to check the mail you better bundle up in case you fall down. You could freeze to death. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a mild winter? That's right. They duped us. When they were cautioning us to check, you know, like, if you go check the mail, could die. So you need to be careful. So th- these are the mild winters we've been having since we moved here. And every year that I've hit, had here, my pipes have frozen. Mm-hmm. One year I had to get a hotel. Well, two years I had to get a hotel room. And by the way, I love my family. However... Living in one room, like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, where everybody's in the same bed for like a whole week. Not the greatest experience I've ever had. Well, maybe, uh, you know, when you go book a hotel room, ask for two beds. Well, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. They cost cool. more money for the king size. Whatever uh, whatever the lowest price is, I go, that, that's no. what we're going to get. Um, but, yeah, mild winters. It's zero degrees right yeah. now in downtown Tulsa. Oh, and I was like, oh, that's good news. Mild winters. How are the summers? They're, like, equally mild. <laughs> and it was so hot this year, it hurt to go outside. It hurt me to walk <laughs> out of the car. One time, Daniel went to go get a hamburger at Weber's, was it? Oh, yeah, because I'd been told, uh, listen, Oklahoma weather can change at the drop of a hat. And I'm like, okay, I'm an adult. I've been around weather before. It was a beautiful day. So I drove from my apartment on Riverside to Weber's, which is, what, two miles? Down on Brookside. So nice that um, I had uh, opened my sunroof, and I went to Weber's. By the time I ordered my food and received the sack, it had started to storm and hail. And guess what was left open? My uh, sunroof. sunroof. So, yeah. yeah, filled with hail in the car. Yeah. They uh, they were honest with us. They said, yeah. Oklahoma weather, no problem. Very mild. At zero uh, degrees. Uh, we're not getting above freezing for the next few days. So unless it's been treated, whatever's on the ground in your neighborhood is going to stick there. They say we have very mild allergy seasons. Nobody ever gets sick around here on allergy season. Very mild summer. Very mild winter. We have wild weather in Oklahoma. That's for sure, right? It's Maybe not. that's what they said. Did they say wild or mild? Maybe, <laughs> Maybe I misheard. misheard. It's 98.5 <laughs> The Bull. Good morning, guys. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 823 at zero degrees in downtown Tulsa. Hey, good morning, Daniel. How are you? I'm good. A lot going on over this past weekend with the uh, the snow and the ice. There's people out salting the roads now. you got your snow plows out there. And uh, schools are canceled today. Not canceled for that, but... They're off for Martin Luther King, and then tomorrow, they're canceled. At least Any word on Wednesday yet? No, I think Wednesday is going to get above 40, which is weird to think about. When I see 40 degrees, I go, oh, it's going to be a warm day, which is usually like you'd think cold, but compared to what we're going through, like decent day on Wednesday. Well, I'm worried about that because whenever this stuff starts to um, melt, then if it freezes back up again, that's when you have a lot of trouble. That's exactly right. So we were keeping an eye on that for everybody. Did you see this? There was a teen in Broken Arrow, and he goes through a toll, and he's like, aha, I don't want to pay this 88-cent toll. I've got a device that I can use that will cover up my license plate when I go through the toll so they can't take a picture of my license plate. Well, he did it, and it worked, except the police saw him do it. He got pulled over. Uh, the 88-toll Dodge led to a $498 fine. So if you ever think, well, I'll just put up something on my license plate so I don't have to pay this fine, 
or this toll, then you'll end up with a $500 fine. So he went from 88 cents to almost $500. Correct. Did you also uh, see, speaking of traffic, those signs that you might have, you might see on the highway um, that say like, what's some of the funny things they say? This is driving's not tail or football don't tailgate. That kind of stuff. Yeah, you know. they put funny, like, road signs up, you know, the ones where they can change them digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they'll put jokes on them, but I guess that's going away. Yeah, uh, the federal government says no more of those. They're too distracting. They can cause accidents. Hmm. Some of the ones that I, I've seen that are popular. Um, Cousin Eddie says Twitter's full. Put the phone down. Fourth of July, don't drive. Star Spangled. Hammered. 100 is the temperature, not the speed limit. You know, these kind of, like, clever things. But I don't get I mean, the logic those, of it. Are those so distracting that you see that and just run the car off the road? Well, even if they put a serious message up there, you still have to read it. Right. right. So that You're, would be distracting in itself, right? Right. You know, so what, what, who cares if it's funny? Federal government. They said no more. The federal government sometimes, I remember my sister, um, when she was 18, they could go to Louisiana and drink alcohol at 18. And the federal government came in and said, listen. If you guys want highway money, you're going to have to raise that age up to 21 years old. And so they can kind of push you around a little bit by saying, if you don't follow our rules, you'll lose the federal money. And so I guess everybody's going to fall in line and not make funny jokes on signs anymore? I guess not. Hmm. Do you think you've seen the last of the funny signs? They have two years to comply with the new regulations. But state roads could have it if they have a sign on a state road. No, I, I don't know. Okay. Two years, though, you better, uh, so if you've got some ideas for those, you better go ahead and crank them out because in two years you will no longer be <laughs> allowed to put chance. a clever yeah. sign. Uh, now you, Luke Bryan, and Jason Aldean have something in common, Ty. Do you know what that is? You told me earlier that um, we've all been inside emergency aircraft. Not emergency aircraft. You've had to make emergency landings. Okay. When Ty was a young man, he was, were you doing flight school or were you just in a, in a plane with a guy? I was uh, learning to fly, and we had an emergency. And they had to land, like, on a highway. Absolute true story. Probably scared him to death. Well, over the weekend, the cold weather in St. Louis caused some instruments to malfunction on Jason Aldean and Luke Bryan's plane had to make an emergency landing. Here's Luke and Jason talking about their scary plane ride on Instagram. We were flying out of St. Louis. We had uh, issues traveling with the plane because our plane we thought was going to fall out of the sky. We took off, and it was so cold in St. Louis. It's like 16 degrees. The wind was blowing 40 miles an hour. Some of the uh, instruments on the, the plane were not. So we had to turn around and land, and, yeah, it was a little tense. It sounded like the uh, the, the bar on the plane was still working. <laughs> yeah, they seemed like they were having a good Especially, time. Actually, uh, Luke sounds like he had a, yeah, had a few beers in the old airport. Hey, y'all. Uh, did you see this? A California man's classic car worth $100,000 was stolen from outside a home. Poor guy saved up, like, his whole life for this thing. Said he waited a lifetime to acquire the 1962 Chevy Impala convertible, and it was stolen just weeks after he bought it. Here's Seth talking about the crime. You work hard for this, you know, and uh, people just come and, you know, snatch it right from you. Not the kind of thing you want to do on your birthday. <laughs> they didn't know how to open the hood of an Impala, so they bent the grill. And as you can see in the video, the grill is busted uh, just to open the hood. And, you know, they could uh, bring it to a chop shop part it out, uh, try to repaint it. It just sucks. You know, these punks are out here doing stuff like this. Man, heartbreaking, huh? Dream car, finally get it, that happens. Well, you had an experience where you lost a car. It was only a $500 car, but the cops basically said, look, man, they probably took your car and just chopped it up. Mm -hmm. Like, so it doesn't exist anymore. So we won't find this thing because they, you know, they sell this part and that part and they can make more money than selling it as a unit, right? Yeah. So... Did you see this? A Vermont State Police officer being called a hero after jumping into an icy pond to save an eight-year-old girl who'd fallen through the ice and into the frigid water. Here's some audio from the trooper's body cam as she rescued the girl. Call rescue! Keith, she's making noises. She's making noise. Can you grab, grab an arm? Let's bring her closer. Good grief. Yeah, you see uh, you see that ice, and uh, you think, man, I might go walk across this. I, uh, don't do it. I was at Woodward Park over the weekend, and I thought, I wonder if that's 
I could step on that ice and it not crack. No, don't do it, man. Don't even. Well, Especially in your shape. What's that supposed to mean? You're an adult. In my shape, though, what does that have to do with my? Are you accusing me of the ice wouldn't hold me on account don't of my weight? Don't mess with ice. That's the point. Yeah, because you get out there and uh, fall into it, you're just about goners. But yeah, thank God the, that uh, the Michelle Archer is the uh, police officer, say the eight-year-old. Uh, God terrifying. bless her, man. Yeah. Could you imagine jumping into that kind of cold water and... Oh, my God. It's sad to see. That's what happens. Like, Michelle had it together. You could tell the sergeant or whoever she was talking to was like, oh, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, anytime, I remember one time I had bronchitis really bad, and I would get a coughing so bad I would lose my breath. And uh, I was there at the house with my dad and my mom. I start coughing, lose my breath, panic. I run to where my mom is. I've, For some reason, you know, when you need help, you, you think, lady. Go to your mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. Good morning, guys. It's zero degrees in downtown Tulsa right now. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig, and uh, good morning to you, Daniel. Oh, good morning, buddy. You know you're going to be stuck inside the next few days here, so I've got some recommendations for you, some stuff to watch. I watched The Holdovers on Peacock. You know Paul Giamatti? Yeah. Was, I loved it. It was a great movie. What is Holdovers about? It's about this, uh, I guess it's like a prep kind of high school, one where you live on it back in the 70s or 60s, something like that, where you live on it. And Holdovers are the people that maybe you couldn't go home for Christmas break. A handful of students had to stay, and Paul Giamatti stays with them. Great movie, by the way. Huh. Uh, I saw that Killers of the Flower Moon is now free to watch on Apple TV, if you have that. Mm-hmm. You have Apple TV? I do, yeah. But you still have to pay for it even if you pay for the subscription or no? No, now it's you can straight totally just free. watch it, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the sh- the movie Napoleon that you said is now you can watch it at streaming, but that's $20 to rent that. That's a great movie. I mean, if you think about going to the movies and spending money on popcorn and Cokes, I think it's still a good bargain for 20 bucks to watch it at home. Yeah, Tyke thinks $20 is a bargain to rent a movie. You're That's what out I of think. your mind. Yeah. In two weeks, it'll be for free to watch. Compared to go, yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, also, uh, there's a movie called Jules, and I forget which streaming service it's on, and I really love that one. That was like a wholesome one. If you like my parents, my mom specifically, does not like any cursing or anything like that, so Jules would be a good movie. It's about a guy that wakes up one day, and he goes out, and there's a alien and is just crashed in the backyard. Oh. True story. <laughs> I don't know what it's it is about my mom. She does not like cussing. She's like, I don't like cuss words, Daniel. But then she came to visit me once, and I come home after getting off work, and she's eating a sandwich. It's lunchtime. She's eating a sandwich watching Dahmer on Netflix. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, no problem with serial killers. Oh, just yeah, no or cussing. NCIS, all that. Like, she, she'll she look at a badly burned cadaver. Mm-hmm. But you just better not say the S word. I remember that your mom uh, sent you a note or uh, somehow I found out that she would listen to our podcast, which is Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, wherever you listen to your podcast, and that um, you said a cuss, like a like the H word or uh, something yeah, I like that. I said hell or something, And yeah. she says, why in the world would two college-educated boys say a cuss word? Like like she it. gets all bent out of shape, but she'll watch a serial killer movie, like, no problem. Yeah, she'll watch, uh, like I said, NCIS or CSI, where they'll take computers and look at cadavers and zoom in on them and all that. She's got no problems with it. <laughs> Good morning. Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. The Tig and Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture. The Tig and Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.